It's all about your health, your wellness. Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Get healthier, get fit, eat better, have a richer quality of life. Health on the go. Staying well with Melanie Cole, MS. A little jealousy might not be bad. It might keep you motivated in a relationship. But really, what is jealousy doing to your health and your body? And could it be affecting you in a negative way? My guest is the best-selling author of Secrets of Happy Couples, Kim Olver. Welcome to the show, Kim. So tell us about jealousy. Are there certain types and what is it doing to our health? Hi, Melanie. Thanks a lot. Um, Jealousy is one of the things that I say is is a deadly relationship killer. I mean, as you said, a little bit of jealousy may keep things interesting. It might keep you motivated, and and that's all right. But there are some people who take jealousy to a whole nother level. And when people get to a place where they're always looking for their partner to be cheating or they're, you know, expecting that to happen or searching for it, then really they they can be adding a lot of stress to their body that's just not necessary and it really isn't healthy. So when we talk about stress, because psychological stress, Kim, can really cause physiological problems in our body. And when you feel that sense of stress, and I know the burning feeling of jealousy, it eats you up alive inside, can cause insomnia and anxiety, just to name a few of the more important ones. So tell us, what is that psychological stress doing to us and how do we get past it? Well, one of the main things about uh, jealousy or any really intense um, negative emotion would be it, it, it tends to activate our adrenal glands and our adrenal system, which gives us, you know, that, that um, cortisol and adrenaline pumping through our veins. And it really goes back to that fight-or-flight response that served us really well when the saber-toothed tiger was chasing us and we had to hurry up and get away. But when we're having psychological stress, there's no saber-toothed tiger chasing us. This isn't about um, life and death, but our body can't tell the difference. So we have all of this stuff happening chemically and physiologically within our body. And if it just, you know, if it happens every now and then, it's not a big deal. But if it's a chronic situation, it can really affect a lot of things. You mentioned our sleep cycle. It can affect appetite. It can affect um, um, our, our fat uh, reduction or retention because adrenaline actually helps us to hold on to fat. So it can help us um, become overweight over time. Um, it can also create stresses on our heart and it increases our blood pressure, which causes problems to our circulatory system. I mean, it, and it you know, it can uh, cause trouble with digestion, which can lead to ulcers and, you know, all kinds of uh, stress-related illnesses. And, and I believe that a lot of our autoimmune disorders are stress-related as well. So I think, you know, we're at a, at a place where if we can get a hold of those, those things that trigger that fight-or-flight response that are psychological, we would be so much better off. And I think one of the ways. So how do we do that? Yeah, how do we do that? How do we get into that? Because you know, 
Kim, that when people feel that jealousy, it can be, you know, delusional. It can certainly be something you're not really sure is real, and you've talked yourself into it. How do you talk yourself out of it? Out of it, And what if the jealousy is real? Somebody is really flirting with your mate or something along those lines. How do you put it aside and feel more confident? Because that's the secret. It really is. What a great question, because... Uh, you you actually had the answer in the beginning when you said you've talked yourself into it. So that's the good news, because if you've talked yourself into it, you have equal ability to talk yourself out of it or to start some self-talk in a preventative kind of way. So one of the things I like to look at when I'm looking at jealousy with, with a client, let's say, is what is the main root for you? And I think people have one of four roots, and sometimes they have more than one. So the first one is just an overall sense of insecurity and feeling not good enough and like you don't deserve uh, to have happiness or to have someone actually be faithful to you. And if you're someone who suffers from security, then naturally the thing you want to do is to work at building up your self-esteem. And and I think you can do that um, and do it well with a counselor or a coach. Sometimes it comes from past experiences. We were in a relationship and someone broke our heart, twisted our psyche, and really did some emotional damage to us. And then you, you extrapolate from that past experience that everyone is going to treat you that same way and you want to protect yourself from experiencing that kind of pain again. And so you, you build walls and you become hypervigilant for any signs uh, that, that this partner might be going to cheat on you. And when that is going on, then you want to try to do some self-soothing and some self-talk and remind yourself that this is a new person. This is not the same person who did this to you, that what you think you're doing is protecting yourself. But in essence, what you're really doing is insulating yourself from experiencing a happy, healthy relationship. Sometimes the root is that we tend to see our partner as our possession. My man, my woman, my husband, my wife. And I know we do this all the time. We, 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 I, I relate and identify. But when we do that and we, we, we tend to, we can tend to think of that person as ours. And I don't want to go as far as to say our property because I don't think it's, it's that demeaning or that um, disrespectful. But when you think of someone as yours, then you tend to believe that you have the right to regulate their behavior, who they talk to, who they don't talk to, and anyone who comes within their circle of influence. And that's a dangerous thing as well. When we start to get that kind of controlling in our relationship, we will drive the people that we love right out the door. We absolutely will. So you talk about the negative self-talk. We have to. We only have a minute left, uh, Kim. So we, we talk to ourselves. We calm ourselves down. We make ourselves feel better, maybe exercise, get some of that weight off, feel better about ourselves. Give us your best advice in the last minute here or minute and a half to what we can do to get past that. I really think that the best thing that a person can do to get past that is to just accept life as it comes, the good, the bad, and actually recognize that what's happening in your world is not the best thing that's ever happened. It's not the worst thing that's ever happened. It's just something that's happening. And try not to assign a value to it, good or bad, and just create the expectation of let's see what happens here and stay calm 
and and just know that you are okay and you're going to be okay no matter what happens. I think that's great advice to say that you're going to be okay no matter what happens and this person may or may not break your heart, but there are certainly other things down the pike for you. There's somebody for everybody. You know, now tell the listeners where they can find out more information about you and your book, Secrets of Happy Couples. Well, my book, Secrets of Happy Couples, is in bookstores. It's on Amazon, and you can also order it at secretsofhappycouples.com. And my website is The Relationship Center, that's spelled the American way, C-E-N-T-E-R, dot biz. The Relationship Center biz, and as Kim Olver has said, jealousy can affect your health in so many negative ways. Anxiety and stress have this cortisol response in your body, and they're very negative. So we've talked ourselves into it, whether it's delusional or suspicious, and you have to try then to take yourself and talk yourself out of it. Nobody is worth that kind of anxiety and stress. You don't own the person, whether they're your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife. You don't own them. And actually, it's good for them to get out, talk to other people. I've learned after 20 years of marriage, I'm not jealous at all anymore. And it's actually good for the relationship to see us out and about, getting out with other people and just kind of enjoying life. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.